Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing the season finale of Secret Invasion, titled Home. All that and more that we have no control over. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. And I am Ashley Coffin. We are Zen. <laughs> we are fine. There is no problem in the universe. <laughs> Definitely not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We there are is no sad. problems here. We are disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Me and Jeff expressed our disappointment pretty uh, vociferously last night. So, uh, Ashley. You give us your take. Maybe you will bring a, a ray of hope to the conversation. Is that uh, is that what I expect? Let I me. Expect? I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I've been really supportive of this series, and I've been trying mm-hmm. my best to just be like, we're gonna get some answers. We're gonna get some stuff. We're gonna, you know, some, you know, something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even get yeah. the Scrody or like how long Rhodey's a scroll. At least we know that it's post Civil War. Yeah, that was something I realized today that we didn't talk about last night was that, like, we didn't get, not only did we not get when he was a scroll, but we also didn't get his reaction, really. We just got his, like, dazed confusion. Like, why didn't we get a conversation of, like, Nick Fury by his bedside in the hospital or something? You know, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy that they, like, made us wait on that. And so much <laughs> Really more. crazy. And the, I don't know. It's just so many questions. Like, this plan just doesn't seem like a good plan at all. Like, I like Gaia. I think I trust Gaia, but I don't know if I trust Gaia. And Fury to just be like, now you have all of these powers, too. The only note I was mm. able to take was, ooh, Gravik is going to be so upset that he wasted his good speech on Gaia. And Fury still has <laughs> yeah. no idea how he actually felt. And yep. now he's dead. Easy- easily. Yeah. Yep. It's really terrible for Gravik. And it makes me feel like, why? I mean, like... I know the thing that Fury was doing, which is stopping the president from firing on Russia, was really the thing that needed to happen. Like, right. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. However. So, like, that's fine. But I needed Gravik and Fury to have at least one scene together in this entire series. To have him, like, he didn't get to hear any of that about himself. And yep. the yeah. whole series is about him being, like, growing and being more personable yeah. and, and whatever. And, and no... Mm-mm. He got zero growth from the thing that would give him the most of it. Yeah. yeah. And you knew, like, I knew it was Gaia by the way he was talking and acting. You're like, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. And, oh my God, something else I thought about after, like, I was, on the, I was on the drive home, 
and I had it in in my head that scene where everybody like everybody was was getting up fine from their little weird metal gurneys uh, and helping unlock each other. Nobody had questions about where am I. Nobody had questions of like what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like Everett Ross had a little bit of like, hey, Rhodey, how long have you been here? But like nobody was like, why do my insides hurt? Because, like, it was supposed to be, like, we were supposed to believe that it was the radiation was bad enough for Fury to be walking around there going, ugh, everything is awful, and, like, stumbling more. So, like, those people having been there for months Big should problems. be dead. Big problems. They're Big problems! Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they use their alien technology, too. Yeah, that's kind of what we just them. have to believe. Let's just... That's fine. Yeah. They were supposedly under the facility. Maybe those are like an underground, lead lined, whatever, but like, man, yeah, it really feels. But, but then how like do they, they just leave? didn't think it through. Yeah. Do they just get a quick sampling of cancer on the way out? Right, like- exactly. <laughs> it's bad. Like, I was like, that's what I said to Ken. I was like, so they all have. Stage five cancer now, right? (laughs) They're all Jane Foster cancer level right now. Mm -hmm. Or Gravik just doesn't really understand how people work and maybe you wouldn't be that sick there. Because I see videos (laughs) of people going to Chernobyl. It's like it's haunted and they're like with their little things and they get out of there, but they do go. Yeah, but like it was bad enough for Fury, for like Gravik to understand that Fury should have been shaking, you know? Yeah. And like stumbling around, like that's bad. That's bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole reason they're hiding there is because humans won't go there. So the fact that like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so yeah, that that's stupid. But the biggest problems for me, and this is what me and Jeff talked a lot about last night, was just like the complete failure to give us the character moments we needed between all these characters. Fury's barely in the final episode. I like actual Fury. I thought about it, and I really think this show, if it had been a movie, if because it, it was what thirty minutes long, six episodes, that's like barely six hours. If they had made this like or barely three hours, if they had made this a three-hour movie, I would have left feeling like oh, it was pretty good. All that cool like um, conversations about like the moral grayness of the scrolls and like what happened to the scrolls and the fact that there's a million of them here and like it ended on this cool moment. But if you're going to separate a series into episodes, you have to make each episode like have a punch. Like I don't think this show is terrible if you stretch, if you had watched it all at once, but stretching it out like this makes it feel like the last episode is just a fight scene, and that yeah. that feels empty as hell. I couldn't believe when it was over. Yeah, same. When it happens, it's just like, man, that was it. Mm-hmm. And if it, you know, like you said, if we if we had watched the whole thing, we wouldn't have focused on the like. We would have understood. We would have understood. Oh, it was Act Three, and a big fight scene has to happen because it's a superhero thing, and they've got a budget that they have to spend, and. But, like, what we want to focus on is those really great conversations and, ooh, that monologue at the end of Gravik. It was so good, and, and it meant nothing. It was so good! It meant nothing. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe in a movie setting, we could have been like, oh, but he gave it to the wrong person! What a dope! 
But instead, we've been sitting here for a month and a half waiting for them to have a real conversation Mm -hmm. and, like, have an actual face-off. And then they just didn't. Yeah. And it would have been different if the show... I know the show has spent some time with Gaia. Like, she is one of the main, like, five or six characters. But in the end, the show kind of ends up being Gaia's show. Like, she's the one that faces off with Gravik. She's the one that ends up with the power. She's the one that has the blast fight sequence. Even if you watch it a second time, a lot of the things she says in that room are actually her talking to Gravik. Things like uh, when he says... um, you know, I, I was I was a child. You made me go there, and every person I killed took a piece of my heart away. She says, "You're not the only one." Mm-hmm. And in like retrospect, that that has a punch to it when it's coming from Gaia. Um, and there's there's another line, uh, and he says she says a thing about like, "Do you know why I came here? It was you." Um, and it's like there's a there's a connection between you could like reinterpret these lines through like the like eyes of Gaia, and it all could mean more. But I don't feel like this show up until now has been Gaia's show. You know what I mean? Like it's been she's been a character, a main character, but like she's sort of been like the fifth on the call sheet, it felt like. And then suddenly the show the end the end of the show is just about her. And it feels like they're just trying to develop her into this badass super scroll character that I guess will be a balance to the Thunderbolts or something when Sonya runs her as an agent. She's the OP now. Though they were making questionable choices during their fight. I was like the whole time, I'm like, Captain Marvel Thanos arms the whole time. Bam, bam. That's what you do. <laughs> like, what is anybody else doing? Why are you... Okay. Oh, you're going to be Drax arm? Why? <laughs> Captain Marvel. Look, I punched my microphone. I'm in. Also, Jeff pointed out last night how stupid the scarification on the Drax arms. You don't get scarification from your DNA. Like, that's, that's not yeah, how that works. Point. Good point. Yep. What was the phasing? Like, you could say it was ghost, but she looked uh, like she was like... Phasing. Well, yeah, no, she was she was kind of phasing similar to Ghost, but Ghost wasn't there. No. Yeah, Ghost was not there. But maybe they already had that DNA because of the whole Ant-Man thing. But maybe. What a random mm. one to pick out. I don't know. I didn't see uh, I don't know what you're talking about with the with the phasing. I didn't notice that. Oh, she did it a couple times. Okay. It was hmm. weird. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> it was <sighs> hmm. I guess Hulk's and blood's not in there. She'd be a Hulk, too, on top of it all the time. Like, isn't that how that works? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, uh, That's a good point. Well, they're scrolls, see, so they get the, a little I think he was, though. Like, I, a couple of times they had big green arms that looked even bigger than their regular scroll arms, and I thought they might be Hulk arms, but I wasn't sure because they're also green. <laughs> yeah. They had so many different giant arms. They were mm-hmm. like, we've got Call Obsidian. We've got Abomination. We've got... Korg. Uh, We've got Korg arms, which mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. How do you get his DNA? He Is didn't it a bleed. Rock? Did you? Yeah, he, doesn't he doesn't bleed. bleed. <laughs> ah, and I don't then, remember Gamora <laughs> bleeding. And then, yeah. like, because they morphed an arm of Ebony Maw, they got telekinesis. That was cool. That was cool. It, <laughs> it was weird. Well, like, this none thing, of it Ebony makes Maw. Sense. Ebony Maw, as far as I understand, is like a sorcerer. Yeah. Right. So, why so you not? don't get sorcerer powers from their yeah. DNA either. Like, so I just have to believe that this isn't exactly DNA powers. It's- There's magic in your blood. And didn't they all dust away? I don't understand. None of it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and God, the 
the thing, like, they tried to make it about Gaia in that, in that final fight or whatever, and they tried to make it like she's avenging her parents. Mm. But, like, when she learned of her parents having died at Gravik's hand, like, yeah, we saw her grieve her mother for, like, 20 seconds, maybe, but she had, like, no reaction to her dad dying. She was, she was just like, yeah, sad in well, the back of the van. She was that's sad. not true, yeah. She had a really quiet moment in the back of the van, and they had the funeral where uh, she they had the whole thing where she didn't know the words, and, like, she really wanted to be able to perform the words sure. for him but she couldn't like that was all that was all meaningful and powerful stuff i don't, I don't was, think she didn't have i think reaction. she's also a little upset even though you know he, he died she's probably still like yeah. mad at him like you know you didn't have to you could have listened yeah, to or me you or you could have done, yeah well that's where she kills gravik is when uh gravik starts saying like you're just like your father you're just like them you're gonna do the same thing you're gonna serve these humans and she just like blows his heart up like and it's just woo, it was really she, she fast. Gets very angry it was fast yeah yeah and i was like but doesn't just, he have the thing i guess that would extremist extremist yeah. extremists can't work if it's if, if there's no heart to pump the blood i guess oh. isn't that kind of what they do with aldridge killian too didn't she punch him through a heart i don't remember i think she exploded him i think she exploded okay. him too like entirely okay okay <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, we'll yeah. find out soon. So, in our so unfortunately, yeah, that's right. Ashley felt similar to us, which is unfortunate because I really, really wanted to like this show. Um, <laughs> and, I, and again, I think if they didn't have it structured as a TV, whoever is structuring these shows as TV shows needs to make a decision. Are you making a TV show? And if so, you have to live up to like the format. You have to make the show for the format you're making it for. It has to be episodic if it's going to be episodic. Because I feel like this this really would have been fine. Like, I wouldn't be so annoyed if it were um, were not structured this way. Because you put a lot of weight on that finale, and then nothing. And I feel like that's been a problem with almost all of Marvel's shows, is the last episode doesn't feel like its own episode. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it has an arc. It just feels like tacked on as the ending of the story and sometimes they're very good endings but like they still don't feel like they stand alone in any sense of the word yeah i feel like not since like loki yeah loki loki had a finale for sure that was like stick Mm -hmm. (laughs) got him yeah big flourish (laughs) and like wandavision had a pretty good finale it felt like wandavision had a real uh like a real break where they were like okay shit has been crazy like we need to fill people in on how this came to be and also you know kind of do some exposition for a character like because it was agatha learning and we just went with her right Mm -hmm. and that helped us gain an understanding of like oh that's how the hex you know all of that makes sense because Mm -hmm. grief and we get all of these nice moments and you know and 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 then this show had none of that. It was just like, cool. We're gonna get we're gonna get some backstory soon. You know, yeah. second last episode here it comes. Oh, they didn't do that. The only hmm. development we get for Fury in this episode is they start the episode by him being on the phone with uh, Scylla and mm-hmm. her saying, um, you know, you don't have to go. You don't have to hang up if you don't want to. And 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 I think there's a double uh, meaning there. She's saying like. 
you don't have to go, as in you don't have to get off the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also saying you don't have to go do whatever this task is you're doing that's about to get you killed. Um, which or you don't it, have to leave out of does. my life. Of right, right, right. And and so all of that. And then at the end, he and when she says that, he just hangs up. He's like, I gotta go. Like he doesn't give her the. He doesn't like really talk to her or give her the time to like tell her how he feels. And in the end, he says like, "Come with me. I want you to come with me." Like there's so there is like a change in the way he feels or the way he is able to express himself to Vara, but it there's nothing in the episode that shows us why he made that change. You know, maybe because he's lost literally everybody. <laughs> the Kentonator said, "I think What If had a good finale too, but." It's been a while since I watched it, so I might have to rewatch to confirm. Oh, darn. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, it was a good finale, for, oh. real, for real. Talk about bringing disjointed stories together. <laughs> right? That one, that, see, this is the thing. That one we didn't know was going to be a serialized story. We thought it was going to be separate stories all put, you know, all, all just yeah. being told week to week. And then it ended up being a serialized story, and they brought it together in a beautiful way. They thought about the experience of the audience and how we would take that story in. And this, I don't think they did that with this. I think they were just like, well, we want them to subscribe to Disney Plus for six weeks instead of one. So we'll just make this six <laughs> weeks. And they spent the amount of money it costs to make a movie. It just doesn't, it all, mm-hmm. and you have movie stars in it. It just all doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. And they could have cut it down a little bit and made it two and a half hours yeah, and like two, easily two, done yeah. a killer thing. Two and a half is perfect. That's when yeah. you said three. I was like, uh. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's how long it already is. Yeah. So like take out the, uh, if you take out the intros and stuff, it's about three hours. So like, yeah, just make it a movie. When I saw it was 38 <laughs> like minutes, I was like, uh oh. Yeah. You know, with the, the last episode being. 39 minutes this one being 38 minutes i think they could have combined the two of them into the one like good long last episode of resolve all of the things and instead of that number five being like or instead of that one harvest being number five maybe some backstory (laughs) about like yeah how gravic came to be well, and here's a, here's a really annoying part for me. The f- episode five ends with him having conversation with Sonia, putting on the eye patch, putting on the duster, and saying like, "I have to be the one to save the world. It's all about me. If there's not enough power between my ears, then we don't deserve to live." Like he's yeah, gonna take on all the like yeah, and then Guy is the one who did all of it. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm mean, yes, he saved the president and like stopped. Roadie. Are we happy about that at this point? What, Saving that president? Graphic? <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> um, stopping the world from blowing up was good, but yeah, yeah that president. I took my last not... red string down and went, mm. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I really, I did like one line where, where uh, he calls the president and said, uh, that kind of hateful rhetoric, that's real one term behavior. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. Like that's a, just a, yeah. such a threat. One term president behavior. But then it's crazy, oh, like I that, that I one. That um, uh, the I guess the what is it in in England? I feel I'm so sorry. The prime minister. Prime minister. That actually was killed. She wasn't the scroll. They killed the actual prime minister. Like the oh, the hate crimes wow. that were happening. Like that was messed up. I was like, oh. Yeah. 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 Well, and like uh, that that all of that what he did sets up this great 
this this great situation as far as like tone of the universe for like a dark rain kind of yes. thing. And mm-hmm. and it sets up all of the the meta and alien hate or the the other hate that like the the mutants have to deal with and and right. X-Men have mm-hmm. to deal with. For and sure. like all of that is is great groundwork. But you still didn't tell me a good story on Secret Invasion. Like, yeah. you told me a great, like, you got a great foundation for the future. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wanted you to stick the landing with Secret Invasion. Well, and now the Kree are up for negotiation talks to letting them come back. Like, what's that about? <laughs> do we understand? Yeah. Do, do, they, do they trust yeah, them? They, yeah, they were like, oh, let's go talk to them. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. I'm really now wondering if that's going to have a relationship to the Marvels because that's Nick Fury going up to Saber where he's going to be at the beginning of the Marvels and they're going to be dealing with the Kree. Maybe they go to do those peace talks and then that's when uh, this accuser attacks. And is anybody else like a little annoyed that they released the Marvels trailer like that? Like you just had to wait a little longer. We still have months before it. Like why did you release it? Everybody knew that this takes place after Secret Invasion. And mm-hmm. we saw he was up there, so that really kind of took like the stakes out of it. Maybe, yeah. I, I've I've been maintaining the whole time that they could easily have said it. The Marvels could have been set before, but also, it, which is one theory, or or Nick Fury could have not been Nick Fury in the Marvels. Like it could have been Talos taking mm. over, or Gaia taking over, or whatever. They already you know, did that. Right. You can't do it again. Yeah. Secret Soren. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you know ahead of time, you know, it's not like it's not going to be the same trick because it's just a trick on you because of the trailer. The trailer could be one of those great misdirects. You're like, oh, we know he survives. And then if he died, you're like, oh. But it wasn't. He died. And then it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not that that it wasn't him, but then he would go, the guy in the Marvels would. No, no, no. I'm just saying it wasn't any of that. It was exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was. It was all lazy. Lazy. Damn it. Yeah. Ah, but question, question, uh, did the president just declare war on New Asgard? Oops. Yeah, I, I, I think he, yeah. No, he said, like, combative. In America. No, no, he says if you're an, uh, an on Earthborn person on our planet, you're a, you're an enemy combatant. Oops. Yeah, so all aliens are enemy combatants. So, Talk about Siege, which is a story you've been wanting to see forever, uh, Jeff. Freaking like, love that, Siege. Siege that is so really good. sets that up. If 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 more countries get involved, especially. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, Siege followed Dark Rain almost uh, immediately, so mm-hmm. you know it. It yeah. kind of makes sense that uh, that all of these things are happening at about that time. Um. Oh, I just can't wait to see Ares get ripped in half. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I can I can wait for that because I wait. Isn't Ares being played by the guy from Ted Lasso, who I love so very much? No, that was Hercules. That's we Hercules. We haven't met an Ares right. yet, right? Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen Ares yet. No, he was in Wonder Woman. Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong universe. Oops. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know where my head was. I'm so sorry, Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> podcast. <laughs> cough, cough. Um, well, okay, so we, we clearly are all pretty disappointed with this episode, but 
<laughs> we definitely are not trying to yuck your yums. And I would love to hear from people out there who might have a positive thing to say. I like the the boom, boom, bang, bang. The fight was fun. Oh, the fight was so much fun. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that, I will I will leave it at that. I was going to say, like, why that doesn't matter to me. But, like, yeah, you're right. The fight, the, fight, the fight was a ton of fun. It was very cool. It was $200 million worth of fun. Yeah, they used a lot of their budget on that fight. <sighs> and they didn't need to. It did look good. Mm-hmm. And they didn't need yeah, they didn't. to. Because no. Gaia, Gaia got to stay Amelia Clark and pretty, except for her limbs or whatever. But then Gravik had to become super monster. Super duper scroll. Super duper muscular scroll. And... Definitely monstrous. Guy with the Drax arm looked dumb. I'm sorry. Like that's yeah. like the first one she did, and it like was like mini Drax arm. Yeah, it was like a mini Drax real arm. Hard. It, it, like, it'd be mm. one thing if it had been like a Drax arm. It should have been like full size Drax arm, maybe. But like, just like hit the ground. It was like this little bitty Drax. <laughs> yeah, like you're. You get all these powers, and you're like, I sword. I was like, No. no. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it no. looked Captain cool, Marvel. Well, and this is this is the other thing about yeah. that whole scene is like. It would have been much cool. It would have made a lot more sense to me if they had both gotten these powers two episodes ago and had time to like learn about their powers because it seemed mm. completely bonkers to me that they all like none of these heroes were able to get their powers and immediately know how to use them. They all had to like learn and like get better yeah. at them. And they're all just going oh. binary, like, like you know, <laughs> immediately yeah. crazy. It would have been so cool though if, if, if they had both gotten powers and then like kind of had a tiff and then been separated mm-hmm. and then you get to see Gravik is focusing on the like strength and brutality and like very aggressive powers and Gaia focuses on like the utilitarian and the things like like the mantis sleep thing yeah I like, like the mantis moment like that that the strategy between them the the difference in strategy between them could have been highlighted with that that would have been mm-hmm. better oh yeah damn it yeah. Yeah. No, she just blew a hole in his chest, and that was that. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was disappointing, and I think that would have made it feel a lot better that this episode was so much about Gaia. If we had had a previous episode where Gaia was a uh, like Gaia tried and failed, and now has to go back and fight him again, you know, that's like that's the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. like the midpoint of the season. Your hero is supposed to kind of fail, and then they go back to win. He did shoot her. <laughs> he did shoot her. That's or. True. She tries and fails. She has all the power. She goes to Nick Fury, and Nick Fury's like, "All right, so I've been doing this a while. Let's uh, let's teach you how to use these because I've seen all of these in action. I've yeah. taken notes. Here's yeah, you're now my just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> here's what you need to do in in these situations because I've made all of these plans. Then we get to see Planner Nick Fury actually right. save the day. Damn it." Well, and see, that would have been, it's also not just Planner, but Recruiter. That's what we know him as. He started in the series as the Recruiter of the Avengers, and he's the guy that put together the team to save the world. And then his big speech in episode five is like, I don't need to put together teams. Who who needs to do that? Like, you do. That's your whole deal. You do. You're from the beginning of you in the MCU. (laughs) There's no Avengers now. You need to put them together. (laughs) What if I told you I'm putting a team together again? Yeah, this show this show bothers me. Uh, let's let's read some pe- people's feedback in the chat and just see what people are getting at. Um, General Code Twenty Four says, "I was disappointed with this episode, but watched it a second time and liked it a little more." Do you think there will be a second season, or will the leftover stories continue in other properties? 
I don't think there's going to be a second season. Yeah, I, I think they whiffed uh, mm. at, at the end here so hard that a second season is not going to happen. I mean, Secret Invasion was such a big comic event. And like once that's done, you kind of can't like try it again. It, and it, it's not like they left it open for... I mean, they kind of left it open for a second season in that it's like, it's no longer secret invasion. It's like, here's Invaded. here's how hate crimes happen. Like, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think is is a great way to leave the story in a, in, in for a narrative. But like, I am, yeah, it just doesn't seem to mm-hmm. be like, uh, it's not fulfilling. This this property is not fulfilling. Armor Wars. I could see it setting that up. Oh yeah, for sure. Because now Rhodey's going to be pissed. Oh yeah, well that that that's where Rhodey goes next, and that's like perfect for his character having to like rebuild his life after and and like deal with trying to like um, figure out who he is and what has happened to the world while he like gets to know uh, Riri Williams or whatever. Like <laughs> that all sounds awesome. No, is she on? Is she, is she an Ironheart? Right, she's Ironheart. He. New, I don't know if she's in Armor Wars. We've speculated about it a bunch, but I don't know if she's in it. I think I'd put it onto the like put it on the board timeline so many yeah. times that it's like, oh, that's how it's happening. Yeah, for a second I was like, that that's <laughs> happening, but then I forgot. No, she's not in that. She's an Iron Ironheart, which is a whole different show. Which I, yeah. the way they're spacing things out and changing things, I don't even know which of these shows we're getting now. It's kind of scary. I think Ironheart was supposed to be a show, but I haven't heard anything about it since that. Like, yeah. Well, an Armor Wars was supposed to be a show, but they've moved it on to being a movie now, supposedly. So, yeah, I don't don't know what we're going to get. Was Vision supposed to be in that? I know he's getting his own thing, like Vision Quest. Yeah, Vision Quest is supposed to be coming. But, like, where else was he supposed to show up? Like, good uh, questions. It's a lot of things to tie together, man. They better keep it together. Yeah, it it feels (laughs) like it's not being kept together as well as it used to be. And that sucks, because up until, like... A lot of people were saying that in Phase 4, and I was just like, no, no, they're just like, they're building their disparate stories, and now it's going to start coming together, and I do not feel like that's happening yet, and it's disappointing. Yeah. It's just so long between everything. I mean, we get a lot of content, but like, WandaVision was so long ago, and Agatha, Agatha show is still happening, which I'm excited about, but how many years has it been since all of that stuff? Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half? Okay. Because it was January 2021. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, to answer General Code's question, uh, I don't think we're going to take a season, but I do think these stories will be picked up in other properties, but we just don't know exactly where. There's like obvious places for some of them, but not others, and I, I just don't know. And it makes me feel like rudderless to not know where we're going to find out what happened to Rhodey and where we're going to find out what will happen with the scrolls and. Gaia. Oh, I guess we'll we'll definitely find out more about Nick Fury in the Marvels, and I'm hoping that Vara will be there. It'll be silly if she's not. I'm yeah. kind of pissed off now, though, that the the conversation between Rhodey and Sam that happened wasn't Rhodey in uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to go back to all these things and see. It it seems to me we haven't talked about it yet, so it seems to me. That Rhodey was taken after Civil War. That's what it seems like. I don't think so. It looked like he was still in his hospital gown. So, yeah. and he was having trouble walking. So, like, 
the thought was, or the thought is, I guess he got swapped out from the hospital and Scrody had to fake not being able to walk. Yeah. Do you think a scroll could come up with Tony Stank? Table of two next to the bathroom? No. That's, that scroll's not that funny. <laughs> this scroll is that funny. This scroll kind of is that funny. Until they tell me I'm not, I'm not going to do it. He didn't come up with Tony Stank. He heard it and then started laughing about it. And he made the joke about the table next to the bathroom. That is a roadie joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No. They say it, he's been it a long time. This is so whiffed, man. Like, <sighs> <laughs> two years is like a long time. It could have been two years. How long has it been since Endgame, though? It's been. I don't, I don't even care how long it's been. I care that they didn't tell us how long it's been. Like, we waited for this yeah. whole show to end. He asks him, How long have you been here? And he doesn't say a damn thing. I was so peeved. Yeah. Like, where he could have said, like, oh, I was in the hospital after my accident or whatever. Like, he could have said something. Uh, or he could have said, you know, yeah, I came here. I, I was in a car accident after the funeral or whatever. Like, it could have been any yeah. of that. <laughs> like, just tell me. Like, damn, Rody, you are accident prone now. <laughs> so, until they tell me. Yeah, I don't even care. Like, I would have been fine either way. If they tell me he's, like, just, it just happened, that's fine. If they tell me that, like. He's been a scroll since before Iron Man. That would be world shattering for me. But like, it the fact that they didn't tell us is such a missed opportunity. It's like they didn't want to stake the claim yet. It's like they want to leave that in the hands of future writers. It's like, no, you're writing this show. Tell me so I know how to feel. Like, I know how to feel about Rhodey and going forward. And we would all be rewatching the movies right now, caring about who win Rhodey's Rhodey. Like, yeah. I don't know. This is so such a missed opportunity on so many <laughs> levels. I'm so pissed about it. Did J.J. Abrams make this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually purgatory. It's purgatory. I was like, I said that the first week of that show was a joke. That was what yeah. you guys had to go to. Like, you know what? We don't know. What, what, what was everybody saying? Oh, that purgatory? Put it down. Yeah. That was, definitely, that was definitely the theory. But... Yeah, it's weird because, well, did you watch it to the end? Lost? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, because it technically wasn't Purgatory. Oh, it's been a long time. Until the end. Yeah. The the last season is in Purgatory. It's weird. So, like, yeah. they, everyone's like, it's in Purgatory. And they're like, no, it's not. And then it's like, oh, but this season is. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> really and then weird. they were like, that's how they ended it. And I was like, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, up next, Waterfall Angel says, uh, no, it's pointless to. I know it's pointless, but an easy fix for me for the Gravic Fury scene would have been if Fury was listening to the conversation and feeding Gaia what to say via an earpiece. Yeah, I, I said something similar last night. Like that, it's so simple. If he had just heard the conversation, and maybe that could have changed his mind. Like, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, like if he's just listening in that or saw a recording of it or something. But like the fact that he never got challenge the way that Gravik wanted to challenge him is so frustrating. She's like, I'm sorry. I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Fury doesn't apologize. Yeah. And if if he had been walking, like, stalking around the hospital in a real real diehard kind of way and then had her on the earpiece and been like, damn. Yeah, I really, I really fucked up that kid. And, like, 
takes out a couple of guys and then it's just like, I'm sorry, Gravik. And like has that whole character growth moment while still being badass. Nope. Now yep. I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. <laughs> like any of it. Mm-hmm. Nope. One of you said it. Nick Fury is not sorry. <sighs> it's true. I said it. <laughs> you answered. But then I went back on it and I want Fury to grow. Hey, and he, he didn't he grow. He loves his scroll wife in scroll form. Those teeth though, like I said, oh. There's some times when it's okay to be in human form. (laughs) (laughs) I love you as you are, but can you shrink those teeth a little bit? Just when we're doing this one thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Waterfall Angel. Uh, Waterfall Angel just gives us... Waterfall Angel posted a list of people on screen for DNA for the harvest. And it does look like Ghost was in there. Okay. Uh, Captain America, Corvus Glaive, uh, Thanks is what it I think. Than- Thanos. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, why is it Thanks? thanks. Uh, You're Outsider? Outsider. Okay. Proxima. Is that one Outsider? of those midnight. Like the things that attacked Wakanda? Oh, it was probably the Outrider. Sorry, there, there, there's some spelling issues. Sorry about that, Waterfall Angel. I wasn't trying to blow up your spot. I just was reading it wrong. Uh, Proxima Midnight, Captain Marvel, um, Abomination, Mantis, Cull Obsidian, Drax, Korg, Ebony Maw, For- Frost Beast, Hulk, Black Panther, the Chitari, uh, Valkyrie, Thor, Gamora, Flora Colossus, and Winter Soldier. Well, I now that you mentioned group. it, I did think I saw them turn oh, into right. the abomination. Maybe that was the green arms. Well, it was the green arms that scales. looked like it had armor plates. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Colossus. Well, th- huh? thank you. Thank you <sighs> for that. Uh, up next, Mar- Marvel fan sixty two says in Iron Man three, he blasted the guy with Extremis in the chest and said. Uh, walk away from that, you sob, and he could not survive it. So why would Gravik? Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Waterfall Angel sure. says this. This was a fake secret invasion. The real secret invasion is season two, where you find out Sonya is the Scroll Queen. Got that's him. Pretty, that's yeah, pretty good. With, that's pretty good. Well, I want to know about uh, the Harry Potter clo- cloak or whatever. Somebody said a magic invisible cloak, and that was all I heard. And I was like, "Where's that?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Gravik said the uh, the invisible cloak and shield. What's that? And I was like, "Hold up! Wait! Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! You said cloak. Like, first off, you said cloak. That makes me think cloak and dagger. Oh. But then also, you were saying in- invisibility cloak. Hold up, Sue Storm. You yeah, said was- shield." yes 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 (laughs) sorry Uh, they were just talking about like the the different tech that could cloak like the yeah carriers and stuff sure he was talking about all kinds of shit that nick fury has at his disposal and we got none of it none of it none of it uncle uh, that's so wrong uncanny beer nerd 317 says uh since real roadie woke up in a hospital gown barely walking does that mean he has been a scroll since just after civil war uh that's how me he got injured in endgame actually he was taken to the hospital i'm sure yeah i think everybody was taken to the hospital (laughs) yeah i need medical attention 
However, for the for Tony's funeral, he was standing there fine. Okay. Was I that mean, I'll the take scroll? that. Over him not being the one who was yeah. there when he died. <laughs> Come on. I don't think he was there when he died. At this point, I don't think it, he was. I, f- I think it's pretty clear. <sighs> it's just a long time. Because, like, he's only been in, what, Falcon Winter Soldier since then? Anything else? What, since Endgame? Yeah, Endgame, then Falcon Winter Soldier, right? That's the next thing yeah. he was in? Well, that's the next thing that he was in. Right. Um, I don't know that he's been in anything since then, has he? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. So my point is, like, them saying he's been one for a long time, I think is telegraphing, like, more than one property. But, I, I mean, yeah, obviously, I don't know. No. I don't know. Mm. I, think, I think they're trying to make it clear that he, he's been one a while. But it's so stupid that they didn't. It's so freaking stupid. Tell like, it's so bad. It's terrible storytelling. They could have made it 39 minutes and just told us. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just absolutely. give us the line. Just put the line. Just say it. Just say the words. Like, what if he was like, "Where's Tony?" <gasps> oh, that would have ripped my heart out. Right, exactly. That would have been terrible and heart like wrenching and beautiful. Like it would have been so great. And they just decided not to tell us so that they can leave the options open. And that's so freaking stupid. Uh, the Kenanator <laughs> says, <laughs> someone on Twitter uh, speculated that Gaia had an earpiece so she could be coached by Fury uh, through her talk with Gravik. So I'm going to live in that scenario. <laughs> I, I believe that. it. I, I, that's nice. I like that Kenanator. Uh, I think that would be a better scenario. Ascended Saiyan, <laughs> 1990, like, like the name, uh, says... Uh, who do you guys think is going to represent the Kree during the peace talks? Mm, not Rowandra Kree? No, she she are. God, where are they? We got to wait for the hmm. X-Men. <laughs> They're waiting for the X-Men to show up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, who represents the Kree? I have a feeling this might be... Could it be yon yeah, could be Yonrog. It could be some delegation led by, or at least uh, including this uh, accuser that ends up fighting them. Like, I really think that may, would make a lot of sense if, because, uh, okay, yes, this show ends with him going, hey, peace talks, let's go. But, like, that's not part of this show. You don't need to have seen this show to know that. So if you started the second Captain Marvel movie after the first Captain Marvel movie, you know, where it ended with them running from the Kree still. If you start the second one with like, hey, there's peace talks with the Kree, that just seems like a really easy place to kick off the movie. And it seems like a really like stepping stone from the first movie leading to the action of the second movie. I think that like yeah. kinda like kinda like how uh Agents of Shield brought the Helicarrier, but in, in in Age of Ultron, but like it didn't matter to the movie. It mattered to the show though that they had the Helicarrier. <laughs> like it's uh it, it's like sort of that. Like this was already planned for the movie, and they just threw that line in at the end just to, like, connect the two. I'm kind of annoyed, though, by that. Because, like, it sounds like... Me too. Um, yeah, well, no, it, it, it sounds like that would go from, hey, there's peace talks with the Skrulls, like, we're, we're going to be decent with the Skrulls, and then an accuser is like, No! <laughs> I'm angry. Like, we've had that already. That mm-hmm. was in Guardians. Mm. Or it's, uh, 
we it's just a trick like just straight up a trick you know like we want to have peace we want to have peace because they know that a million of them are now on earth you know they know that like they've concentrated on earth and so they're coming mm. for them Give, mm-hmm. it, which would cause a lot more of fomented hatred i just hope it's not an easy way to get the scrolls earth. out of the story they fixed everything mm, yeah. we're friends now and we're going back Except for like yeah. a couple They're different friends with the Kree. They have to deal with. Yeah. But like making friends with the Kree does not give you your home world back if it has been destroyed. We did not get that backstory oh, yeah. either. Right. I do I do think it's possible, like I was thinking about why they could never find them a home world. And it's very possible that like there might be worlds that are available, but they're just within Cree mm. Empire control. You know, like the whole Cree area of space is probably out for the scrolls. You know, they can't go there and live as scrolls. So <laughs> Captain Marvel just flies down. Hey, is this a Cree world? I'm a Cree. Cree, Cree world. We're a Cree. Okay, bye. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm out. <laughs> okay, next one. Next one. Yeah. This one doesn't work. Yep. Supreme intelligence. This is where we uh, you gotta go. Um, okay, Court OB says the roster is huge, feeling spread very thin and no progress. Um, I think she's talking about in general with the uh, MCU. It's getting bigger and bigger with every property. The roster's getting bigger and bigger, and they're not collapsing it down to a store single story. Yeah, mm. they like they haven't had uh, a team up property to get all of these yeah. disparate people together into anything. Hmm. Uh, Marvel, it's time. Like we've. Well, it's what we have: the Marvels, and then the next movie after the Marvels is Captain America. New World Order comes out in a year, right? New World. Oh, sorry, New World. Brave New World. Mm. That's a band. Okay. Brave New World. And then after that was supposed to be Avengers. (laughs) I don't remember. Was it? But that's been pushed. That's been been pushed. pushed a year. I know that. Yeah, I, I think they're going to end up putting something in there because otherwise they're going to have like a whole year without anything. But like, when was Fantastic Four yeah, supposed to come coming. out? Wasn't that, yeah. I thought that was coming. I heard everybody that they cast backed out. I'm like, what's going yeah. on? After after Brave New World, I think it, it was supposed to like kick off uh, Phase Six. Yeah, yeah, it, they are no way sticking to the plan this time, which really bothers yeah. me. Well, I mean, it's also. Uh, Kind of up in the air with the writers and actors strike. Yeah. Yeah. DVD. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Waterfall Angel says, uh, this is the second time the Widow's Veil slash Cloak was brought up. Sus. Um, I don't know that... He says the Cloak in this episode. The, I don't know that that's the same, the same thing technology. as the Widow's Veil. It, it's very possible. Um, it's also possible... It seems like it would be possible that that's based on like how the scrolls work, you know, they're Ooh, able to change. Maybe their that's how they got like the technology that. for um, it. And they work on it. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's this, the cloak mentioned here is the same as the widow's veil or not. He does say, uh, what's the thing you cover? Why did, and it only covers your face. And he's like, that's the new model or something like that. The yeah, new model the newer, can do your whole body. Cool. The newer model does the whole thing. So just, maybe that's the cloak. The old one. Yeah, maybe that's the cloak, though. Maybe that's the one that covers your Yeah, body. there's a difference between the veil oh, and the cloak. It. Yeah, of course. Cloak's full body. 
We're really, really nailing this down. I like it. Um, Beck <laughs> 45 says, I just want to know how all those people aren't dead That's, from radiation poisoning. We, we really yeah, went over I that earlier. That like, it, has, it has to just be scroll magic. Yeah. Mm. All right. Spark Sam says Thunderbolts was after Cap 4. Yeah, that's right. And um, Uncanny Beer Nerd says, feel like feels like during the fight, they were trying to visually create the Fantastic Four Super Scroll by focusing a lot on Captain Marvel's ability, Human Torch, Invisible Woman, Ghost, mm. The Thing, Big Arms, <laughs> and Groot for Mr. Fantastic. Uh, that's just sure. what I noticed. I, I could see that. I definitely think they were eliciting the super scroll by having the different parts of their body changing to the different things. And, yeah. and like, it, it definitely was effective. Was I was cool. like, Hey, it's an on-screen super scroll that feels like a threat. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. I can say I liked that part. Um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, like the super scroll with the Fantastic Four was cool because it's all of the Fantastic right. Four powers smashed into one, yeah. and like especially that's when you hard guys are to just fight yourself. against, like mm-hmm. with the individuals. Like, yeah, like you guys are, have that split up. Oh, good. sucks to be you. Here's a flaming <laughs> rock fist. Plah. I'm an invisible like, fire person. <laughs> it. I don't know. How? How? <laughs> how? How are you invisible and on fire? Magic with a kick. <laughs> <laughs> magic magic with, with a kick, kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man I, I gotta say that yeah like you, you said like i can say i like this and like there are so many things i love about this series um basically everything between talos and fury um all their conversations, so many great lines from Fury, especially like in those first, I feel like the first three or four episodes before Talos' death, there's just so much like really getting to know Fury because we're seeing him with his one of his best friends and really getting to know him sort of behind the scenes um, and understanding where a lot of his power came from, which is the scrolls. But I really, it, it just, like, if I, we were walking out of a theater and I'd just seen this movie, I would be talking about mm-hmm. how many beautiful scenes there were. But because they made it a six-part series, I just can only say that I hate the way they ended it. Because they didn't put any of that meat and potatoes in the last episode. <laughs> Except yep. for they faked it with the Gravik and Fury conversation. Mm-hmm. Boo! I like the Sonya <laughs> stuff. I will say at least... Last episode, I was like, I don't understand why Sonya would go along with any of this. It's because she's actually five step ahead. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can use this little girl who he's going to give this to. And this is going to totally work in my benefit. Oh, my God, point. I loved it. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved how Sonya was just completely upfront. Like, well, uh, no, with your skill set, you're going to, like, it would be a very uneven fight. Uh who wants that amount of blood on their hands? And like, let's not be coy you're gonna about this. Me. You're going to use I'm me. Gonna I'm going to use, use you. you. <laughs> Uh, and mm-hmm. we'll both benefit. Like, let's do this. I'm like, love it. Hell yeah, Sonya. Yeah, I like that. Go make Excalibur for me, please. <laughs> I love that everyone, everyone in the Marvel universe, just suddenly has somebody to give them somewhere to live and like just are taken care of. Yeah, you know? it's like now that Tony's gone, uh, there's not. They all need rich benefactors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guy is taken care of. They're going to a Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No more living in a 
reactor. Private jets. <laughs> Private jets. Uh, okay. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode, or are we wrapping it up? Let's wrap it. I, I really yeah. like... I freaking love these shows. I'm, and I'm I, upset I that I'm disappointed. I not like everything, but I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. It's not fun. Like, we're just used to, like, when we had the, the glory, like, WandaVision and Loki, we could make all of these red strings, and I'm, like, they would lead somewhere, mm-hmm. kind of. Not Mephisto, but you know what I mean. Um, what are you talking about? Mephisto was there the whole time. He's the whole time. He's still there. <laughs> He's still he there. Is. The red strings are made of Mephisto. <gasps> <gasps> Mephisto is written on all the subways. Yep. First of all, he says it, I swear to God. <laughs> I would bet my first child on it. I will die on this hill. <laughs> Everybody who goes and hears it, they they hear it. Yep. N- not me. Because <laughs> you are a contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> but like even uh, even in like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when that one is more like it's super soldier, super soldier, super soldier, super soldier, everything is super soldier. It got hit by rewrites because of COVID and everything. Like it had that. It it had the whole um, uh, worldwide like the pandemic storyline that got scrapped or whatever. Yeah, it still it still came together as a nice mm-hmm. cohesive yeah. ending to it. How about this one being like Russia is going on in the the Ukraine borders? Yeah, you know this was written. I was oh. like, Ooh. it's like wow, life imitates art. Yeah, the stuff in that area has been going on forever, so it's not surprising forever. that Russia. If they're gonna go, they're gonna go through through that area. I'm just worried about Finland. Finland, yeah, yeah. They're lining up it. tanks on the on the Finland and Ukrainian uh, borders, and I was like, "Oh no, Finland! Finland's gonna get taken back." Little, little. Do, if yeah. they, when they wrote this, little did they know that like uh, Russia can't make it through Ukraine. Not, not, not happening. <laughs> yeah. Not. Who knew that? Who, that was who great. Knew? Who knew? Um, all right. Well, guys, we will be back. Uh, that's actually really funny. That's the that's the line from freaking Seinfeld, isn't it? The Ukraine is strong. You know that? Ukraine is strong. I forgot yeah. that. How have I, how have I, how has this war been going on a year and I hadn't thought of that line from Seinfeld until now <laughs> when uh, they're playing Risk on the train and uh, <laughs> the, uh, the guy with the wild hair, Kramer. 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 God, I couldn't think of Kramer's name for a second. But Kramer's like, no, I'm going to, they're, they're carrying a risk board on the subway. And he's like, no, I'm going to take Ukraine. Ukraine is weak. You, you can't, you can't uh, survive my assault on top of the game. And then the guy on the train is like, I am Ukrainian. Ukraine is not weak. Ukraine is strong. Ukraine is strong. And he like, snaps the board in half and throws pieces everywhere. Uh, it's really good. It's the best. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Well, that, that is all for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast today. Uh, anybody want to tell the people about anything going on right now out in the world of uh, podcasting or, or uh, just the world of anything? Five days remaining of the podcast awards. Go to podcast, award, or podcast awards nominations. Go to podcastawards.com and sign up to do nominations. Nominate us for the TV and film and the people's choice categories. Yeah. Links are saved at the top of our Facebook, pan, uh, pan, Stranded Panda Facebook page. So, if you've never yeah. been there, go check that out. And if you need to get there, go that way. Podcastawards.com. Find us in the film and TV category and the uh, People's Choice category. Um, if we win three times, we or five times, we get to 
own the category. Our names get to be emblazoned yeah, on the category. They name the category after us. And <laughs> yeah. That would suck so bad for them because, like, it's so long. It's Our such a so long. long. <laughs> oh, it's so long. It's so long. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, one thing you guys know, the, uh, Jeff just added, I think, did you add all the episodes onto the Patreon of uh, Legends of six, All six of the originals. Yeah. All six original Legends and Libations, which is a show where, uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm telling it, but Ashley and Jeff <laughs> tell, uh, tell mythical I'm- stories. I don't remember it. While being drunk. Yeah, you probably need to tell it. (laughs) I remember better than they do. Uh, They get drunk and talk about mythical stories, um, and they did it on Twitch, but never put it anywhere. So they now have six episodes that they put as Patreon exclusives on our MCU cast feed. So patreon.com. And a new one that's still Uh, on here for a little longer, but. That one's still on Twitch, I think. Yeah, that one's episode seven. Uh, God, what was that one? That one was Battle of the Bishes. Battle of the Bishes. (laughs) <laughs> um, that one's still on Twitch, and uh, I have not yet gotten it prepared to go onto uh, the Patreon feed. But that soon. Would, they all might end up somewhere sometime uh, public, but for now, they're only on Patreon. Um, so check out our patreon.com slash MCUcast to support the show. Uh, and there's all kinds of cool stuff you, you can get when there's a monthly raffle and a monthly hangout. We're doing our monthly hangout this Saturday. Um, so if you want to join us for that, uh, go become a patron before then. And uh, yeah, we'll be on there. We'll be back. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right. There's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. <laughs>